Hello, everybody. I'm Marie Heron. Welcome to Living with MS Truth Be Told. Uh, today, we have online Dr. Brandon Beaver, um, who is, I call him, our resident neurologist. Good morning, Dr. Beaver. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Uh, welcome back. Um, it's always great to have you. I recently saw a post on social media where you referenced a paper on benign MS. And I have to be honest, after reading the paper, I would clarify myself in this category um, because I've had very few flare-ups in the 35 years. I had two after diagnosis, nothing from 1987 to 2013. However, I still slipped into primary progressive, or sorry, secondary progressive MS. So I guess my first question would be, is this benign category a new additional category to MS that until now has not been identified? Well, it's somewhat of an informal category, and there are different people who may have different definitions. Okay. But basically, it's referring to people who have had MS for a long time and are doing very well. Mm-hmm. And according to this particular study, this was a, a Swedish multiple sclerosis registry, they defined benign MS based on this disability scale called EDSS. Right. And just, just generally, EDSS is Expanded Disability Status Scale, and it goes from 0 to 10, mm-hmm. and 0 means absolutely no symptoms. And to give a few examples, 4 would mean you can't walk more than 400 meters, and 6 would mean you need a cane to walk 100 meters. Mm-hmm. And so they define benign MS as saying you've had the disease for 15 years or more, and your EDSS is 3 or less. And so 3 would be someone who has some symptoms, maybe some incoordination, vision change, but more or less their mobility is not affected by the disease. So that's okay. how they defined it in this particular study. Okay. Um, and, and so I guess what I wanted to ask you was, um, does, this, does this explain the reason why some people claim that they have been symptom-free for 25 years? Well, you know, there are definitely some people who are doing extremely well. Mm-hmm. And even EDSS of three is not that low. You know, people could still have significant problems, be unemployed, on disability even. Right. Uh, but I see patients that are much more benign than that and have had MS for much, much longer than 15 years. Right. And so certainly there are people out there who have very benign MS. Yeah. Um, yeah, because what concerns me is that I see people who, you know, will sell products or will sell, um, you know, all kinds of uh, uh Pro, uh, you know, services, uh, and they'll state, I've been symptom-free for 20 years. Um, if you do this, you will be too. And I, and I, and the reason I'm, I'm bringing that up is, I again, I want to alert people to um, what I call snake oil salespeople because, like I said, I mean, I was symptom-free uh, for about 20 years. And, you know, people who, who knew me said, you know, I've known you for 25 years. I never knew there was anything wrong with you. You know, I never knew you had MS. So, that's just that the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I just want to make sure that people understand that you know it's possible to not have symptoms doesn't mean that if you buy a special ointment that you're going to have the same results is that fair that is very fair and you make a good point so here's the rub just because you have benign MS now doesn't necessarily guarantee you'll have it forever there was a study done in Western Australia on people with MS Mm -hmm. 
And if you looked at people who were so-called benign, Mm -hmm. ESS less than or equal to three at 10 years after diagnosis, only 56% of those people were benign at 20 years. And, you know, if you follow those people 30, 40 years, probably an even lower percentage. So it's a little bit of a moving target. Yeah, no, and and I'm glad you said that because, like I said, um, you know, I, I I was fine, no problems. My mobility was great. I could see that it was getting slower as the years progressed. However, I did have a flare-up in 2013, and from there, it just, when I went to the neurologist, he said, oh, clearly we can tell uh, from the test that you're, you, you've slipped into a secondary progressive. So, again, yes, exactly. I mean, you know, I actually, honest to God, Dr. Bieber, I was of the mind. I was so bold because I, I couldn't believe I had MS because I didn't have, you know, clearly after diagnosis I did. But for so long I was fine. I actually went back to the neurology department and said, you know, I demand to see that you haven't misdiagnosed me. I was I was so convinced that I didn't have it. And then, you know, like I said, I had a flare up and then when I went to the neurologist it was secondary progressive. So I just want people to understand that you might have a benign um, case of MS, but that doesn't mean that somebody out there is going to be able to sell you something that's going to make it continue. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I mean, these patients that I see that they really do have benign MS at the time, mm-hmm. I ask every single one of them about their lifestyle, about their diet, their profession, their sleep. And, you know, most of them don't do anything in particular. Most of them eat a typical American diet and don't live an unusually healthy lifestyle or take any particular supplement or anything like that. Uh, So I can't really tell you what makes people benign. I could tell you a little bit about what they found in the study, though. Okay. Do tell. (laughs) So, you know, no one can predict the future, and I certainly can't predict the future. But based on this Swedish registry, the following things correlate with a decreased risk of having severe MS, a greater chance of having benign MS. So if you have a relapsing onset of disease rather than a progressive onset, you're, mm-hmm. less, you're more likely to have benign MS. If you have fewer relapses in the first two to five years of the right. disease, you're more likely to have benign MS. If you have a complete recovery from your very first relapse, you're more likely to be benign. Mm -hmm. Females rather than males are more likely to be benign, and people who have an earlier onset of disease are more likely to have benign MS, although that's a little bit confounded by the fact that absolute age rather than duration of disease is sort of a a better predictor of disability in MS. Mm -hmm. One interesting thing is they looked at the genes that predispose MS, and there was absolutely no correlation with the genes known to increase your risk of MS with the severity of MS, which suggests that a lot of the factors could be environmental, but they didn't really look at any specific environmental factors like diet or vitamin mm-hmm. D or sunlight. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this conversation is absolutely amazing, and I just, I just think it's 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 wonderful. Now, you said um, there was something you said there, and I was going to say, is there anything uh, people can do to, um, you know? you know like like I like you just said okay so like with me uh, I and I'll be honest with you I was awful like when I when I was diagnosed I mean I was awful I didn't do exercise I didn't follow a diet um you know I I just I was I was just a handful um 
all that to say, though, if if someone's listening to this and they, they have, um, you know, recovered really well after their first uh, after after their first uh, major attack, um, if they have very few flare ups, um, is there anything that they can do to, you know, reduce the number of flare ups that they have? Well, you know, one interesting thing about that same study is they found that MS is actually a little bit less severe on average than it was in the past. Like when you look at the data from that Swedish registry, mm-hmm. the, the people on average are a little bit less disabled after a certain amount of time. If you look in comparison to prior control studies where there really were mm-hmm. no medications or treatments and less was known about MS, so something is making the disease less severe, at least on average. Right. Now, you know, could that be the medications we're using? Are more people taking vitamin D supplements? You know, something is, is happening. And so it suggests that there are interventions that can be done. So I think that the treatment of the underlying disease, vitamin D supplementation, diet and lifestyle, they're probably all important factors. Unfortunately, we don't have any definitive proof of the one thing you can do to make yourself more benign. There are a few studies that suggest that when people are on more efficacious medications, such as uh, B-cell depleting medications such as Mm -hmm. ocrelizumab or natalizumab, they're more likely to have less severe disability later on. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, And, like, I just just find this whole conversation fascinating because I always thought there was just you either, you were either relapsing, remitting, or, you know, you know, progressive and then, you know, secondary progressive. So this is opening up a whole new category, um, you know, for people to listen to this and, and, and realize that, you know, there's certainly, you know, especially for someone who's newly diagnosed. Um, I think it's just amazing that this study has been, has been done. Um, so, oh, what was the thing? Okay. Um, so the, spe- the, the study... Um, is a Swedish study. Is there any way, can you give me the link to that so we can share it with listeners? Yeah, I'll go ahead and repost it in response to, you know, something that you posted today when you said you were going to go to the interview. That's right. I said, I'm, I'm leaving to go to the studio to interview my favorite neurologist, Dr. Brandon Bieber. And here I am interviewing my favorite neurologist, Dr. Brandon Bieber. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Um, I'm just thrilled to be able to share this uh, with the community, Truth Be Told community, and certainly uh, some of the chat MS uh, folks as well. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your weekend. Um, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. Good, uh, good to talk to you as always. Thanks a lot. Okay, this is Marie Heron uh, for Living with MS, Truth Be Told. Today we interviewed Dr. Brandon Beaver on Benign MS. If you have any comments, questions, feedback about this interview, can you please email me at marie at truthbetold.ca. Thank you. A place for a moment.